Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on right now. You throw down $1 on an NFL game, new customers only. And if either team scores, you get $100 in free plays. It's that simple. Now, let's talk with the highest rated recruit of the U of A football signing class, Mr. Kean Burnett, tight end slash wide receiver from Servite High School. Kean, how you doing, my man? Good, how are you? Not too bad. Before we get into signing day, a lot of people are asking, are you a tight end? Are you a receiver? Are you a little of both? What are you coming here as? I'm a, I'm a tight end. Uh, I'm true tight end. I consider myself to be a true tight end. Uh, I do think as I come in uh, this next year to Arizona, I'll be split out a lot more, almost like a receiver. But then you know, as I gain more weight and get more used to college football, I'll, I'll get in the box more. Okay. Now, t- take us through signing day yesterday. I mean, that had to be a dream come true. Everybody aspires to be that Division One Power 5 athlete. Yeah, it was it was a great day. It was really fun. My grandma flew in from Denver. Um, my whole family was there. Basically, it was just you know, I had school in the morning and then uh, in the afternoon, uh, the school had a great a great ceremony for me and uh, uh, Noah and Jacob Mono and the other signees, and uh, we signed and we were able to take pictures. It was just, it was a great feeling, you know, as you can imagine. Talk a little bit about the pitch that Jed Fish had, because we're going to go back into your recruitment a little bit. But obviously, you were a USC commit initially. And Jed Fish um, is able to uh, uh, flip you over to U of A. What did what was Jed Fish's pitch, and what did you find so attractive? Uh, really, his pitch was, you know, I get the opportunity here that I get to come in, I get to contribute right away. I get the opportunity just to be contribute right away at a pro style offense um, and a program with NFL caliber coaches. Um, and you know, it doesn't it doesn't get any better than that. So, it's, and on top of that, you know, it's my dad's alma mater. You know, my quarterback is going there. Uh, there's, there's so many there's so many cherries on top of this situation where it's just the choice is obvious for me. Okay, so take us through kind of your football odyssey. You know, growing up, you tr- you uh, you switched high schools, but you know, was there a point when you've got an NFL, you've got an NFL dad, you've got an you know, you come from a U of A background. 
Was football always something you wanted to do? How did you come about becoming such a top-notch football player? Uh, yeah, I, I grew up playing. I grew up playing flag football my whole life. My dad kept me in flag for a long time. Um, I, I would say, really, as soon as I kind of understood like what what football was, I, I started watching football, like NFL football. Probably I was like six, seven years old. I started seeing like, how fun this game could really be if you if you're great at it. Then I kind of just was inspired to, to be great and go to college and, and hopefully beyond. So, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of my story. All right. So talk a little bit about um, I work with a guy, uh, uh, Kelvin Efon, who's good buddies with your dad, Chester. You come from obviously a U of A background. Um, Chester was a great Chester was a great player here on the defensive side of the ball, plays a little bit in the NFL professional poker player now slash businessman. But what was it like, though, you know, growing up in a U of A household? Was that something that was always kind of on the periphery or how did that work? No, it actually it actually wasn't at all. It's funny that you say that because Arizona, you know, going for me, it wasn't even a possibility of, of me going there because kind of how the past program was. Um, but now just looking at, you know, everything, just even last season, these games are so much more competitive uh, in every aspect. So looking at this this new this new thing that Coach Fish has got going now, it's just, it really changed everything for me. Was there ever a point growing up when, and you're a humble kid, so I mean, you know, you don't have to glow, but was there ever a point when you knew that you could do some things on the football field that some other kids just couldn't do or that things came a little bit more naturally for you? Uh, I, I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't say there was a certain point or a, a point in time. I would say it was just, um, it was just me wanting to be great. You know, I, obviously I'm not saying I'm great right now. I have, I have a long way to go and I know that, but. It's just it's just a desire to to be the best and a desire to to reach all my goals in this game. So that would that would probably be it. Okay, so you get to uh, you get to high school and you didn't initially start out at Servite. Take us through kind of your high school journey here. Yeah, I started off. Um, I started off at J. Sierra Catholic High School down in San Juan Capistrano. Uh, really, just because because how close it was to my house, uh, and at the time I thought they were building something good. Which is not a knock on Jay Sarah, you know, the school was great, it's just it wasn't the right fit for me and, and my family. So uh, I played two seasons there, uh, two solid seasons, and then I transferred my junior season, sophomore year to uh, to Servite uh, with Noah Fafita, teammate Jacob Manu, and all these other guys that I had previously played um, on the other side, OC Buckeyes with. So the transition was great, you know, it wasn't at first it was a little tough because Servite is all boys school. Um, the drive, I did. I drive down here an hour every day to school, so right. Um, there was that, but then also just the fact that being with my guys and, and the kids I grew up with was was easy. So it was a great transition. Okay, so Noah Fafita, this is basically his scouting report on you that we got a little bit yesterday. That you're a beast, you're big, you're fast, and you're a matchup nightmare. What does Noah Fafita, your future quarterback and your current quarterback, bring to the table? <laughs> He's um. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a different kind of player. You don't see a lot of. I think he's definitely a steal for this program. I would say um, he's almost like a, a Russell Wilson kind of Kyler Murray. His, his football IQ is unmatched. You're not going to see anyone with the same IQ he has. And then as far as uh, his physical attributes, people will knock the fact that he's shorter than your typical quarterback. But um, you know, he, he can make any throw. There's not a throw in the game he can't make. His reads are on point. Um, and obviously, he's a threat with his legs too, as you saw this last season. So there's really not a lot the kid can't do. I, I can't wait to play them at the next level. Well, one thing that's so unique, Ian, and you guys at Servite, I think, really got the ball rolling here, is that in the previous four, five, six years, 
you would look at, you know, a lot of the offers that the kids were, that, you know, Arizona was signing and it was a lot of real or smaller schools. So when you would, when Arizona gets guy, a guy like yourself, who was from, you know, uh, who could go to USC or any other school, it really kind of stuck out. And then to see it continue to go on and you're getting more and more kids, you know, uh, on signing day, you flip a couple kids too. It's something really, it's something really unique that we've seen around here. And I think that's a testament to Jed Fish. I wanted to get into a little bit though of just, you know, the fish recruiting pitch for you individually and, you know, what his big vision was, what really made you want to come here and be a captain at that point? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. He had he had a few examples he brought up to me uh, before I committed, just uh, teams that went from uh, not so good seasons and it flipped things around. I think he mentioned the Bengals. Uh, he mentioned their basketball team actually too. As you can see, they're doing great right now, Arizona basketball. Um, and that's just that's just you know a, a new a new coaching staff coming in with a new philosophy, new teaching, new new everything, and and really just changing everything. I'm all, I'm all for it personally. I'm all for taking something and making it making it better because everything I want I touch I want to leave with gold. So um, that was really his pitch to me. Okay, so we got we have a bunch of comments here. We can't get to all of them, but I wanted this one was a good one. He said, "Fish once said we have to be able to run downhill with power." How does Kean rate his own run blocking skills right now? I would, I would say they're good. You know, there's always room for improvement, but uh, I, I think I, I say they're solid. They're definitely solid. Okay. Now you play in the Trinity League, which I think it's safe to say is the best conference in our in uh, all of high school football. When you're going against the modern days, the Boscos of the world, is that something like game in and game out? When you're playing these high level guys that are going to be Division One Power Five players, was that something that you think helped you and help your team really be able to kind of adapt and to help get to the college level? Oh, a thousand percent. You know that's. That's honestly a blessing is to be able to play against the best in the country because that, that just makes you better. So, um, yeah, I would say playing against these Boscos in, in the modern days, um, it only made me better as a player. I, I don't think I'd be the same player I was if I was playing at, say, some random school in Texas or, or Georgia. Okay, so take us through the recruitment then a little bit. Obviously, you end up at Arizona, but like I said, it's kind of unique to have a guy with your kind of offers, your kind of recruitments. When did the offers start coming in? When did the interest start coming in? You know, play that out for us. Yeah, I got, I think I got my first offer uh, my freshman year from uh, Cal Berkeley, um, which was, I was super excited about that, super stoked. Uh, and then from there, it was like a two-week gap, and then things just kind of took off. Um, the whole Pac-12 pretty much. Uh, Mount West, these low schools from everywhere. Um, Arizona, I got offered from the old staff. I think they're like my fifth offer, uh, and I never really paid any attention to that offer. But then, you know, I, being committed to an SC, uh, I thought I was, I thought I was locked in. And then Jed Fish comes, and and everything changes. And then you know, what are you? I'm at Arizona, so it's funny how things can change. But yeah. Okay, so you got. I got to ask you before we bring your pops back in here. You've obviously you got three Servi kids signed. Are you guys still working on another one? Uh, anything to say there? Uh, yeah, we're, we're working on another one. I, that's all I can say. We're working on it. I got you. All right, why don't you? Because this is so great to have you and a legacy in there. So if your pops wants to hop in here for a second as well, that be that be appreciated as well. Yeah. No, but you, you can you Ken, do you stay in here too? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna grab more. Okay, cool. Yeah, take your time, my man. Yeah. Key and Burnett going to get his uh, father, Chester Burnett, ex-U of A great here, and uh, kind of run down a little bit of uh, everything that has played uh, 
you know, has kind of played out here with the Burnett family because obviously Chester did play at the uh, U of A again. And he's got a little bit of a cool story as well that we're uh, we're going to go down as well. So a lot of a lot of really good stuff to a lot of really good stuff to throw in here as well. So we got Kean we got Kean back in here, and now we got looks like pulling up a chair pulling up a chair right here. We got Chester Burnett coming in. So Kean, let me ask you this: as your pops is getting in here, how much has he meant to you in your phys or your football development? You said he was hands off, but at the same time, when you've got a guy that played at the level that he did, that's got to help, especially when you start taking football seriously. Yeah, no, it, it means everything because, you know, he's, he's played against the best. He's seen the best. He's been where I want to go. So to have him uh, let me know where I'm at on an honest scale, it just, it really means the world. So. Okay, Chester, talk a little bit about, now you graduated the year before um, Arizona has the historic 12-1 and season, but guys like yourself kind of lay, laid the groundwork for it. Talk a little bit about your time here at the U of A and maybe what you were able to convey to Kean when you were here. Well, we had a toughness. I mean, we had this debate all the time between him and I about, you know, his, his team, you know, his eighth grade team, his high school team versus what teams were that I was on at the time. And it's, it's a fun debate going back in time and saying who would compete best against each other and so forth. I think we were a little bit more physical than these guys are nowadays just because we could be. You know, we had guys like, you know, like Brandon Sanders obviously out there knocking people's heads off and doing things that they'll probably go to jail for, you know, to, in today's football world. But, um, you know, in we – football, I mean, it's just – it's a great thing, that, you know, for him to have this opportunity to do things. And, yeah, every guy on there, I mean – my experience there, I mean, when I walked into U of A, you know, I was fortunate because when I was sitting in his seat, I didn't, I didn't know anything about who was coming in, you know, what the, what the current guys were doing. I, didn't, I had no idea who Sean Harris was, who was the guy I ended up playing behind. He's a great friend still to this day. I just knew I wanted to go in and play. So I went in there as a true freshman. And I was fortunate enough to be able to play in a Fiesta Bowl, but I just went in there and I was fast and I was running around the field making plays and Coach Tommy and my and Coach um, – my, my entire staff, they just they, they thought it was good for me to go out there and play. So I, I got to play into the Fiesta Bowl and had a great experience. Red shirt as a sophomore. So um, Sean could go ahead because there was nobody that was taking his spot at the time. Right. I, played, I played that same position. And then uh, they wanted me to come back and start three years, which I did. And so I had a great career. I had a lot of, a lot of great friends and some of the best times of my life. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your son. We want you to gloat here a little bit. I know, again, it's not sometimes it's not easy, but your son's a big time football prospect right now. Without getting too big, right there, tell us what you saw, you've seen from your son growing up, and where he's at right now. The biggest thing about him is that he's always had his work ethic. Because we didn't know. I mean, well, when he came, when he was born, the doc, you know, he was nine three. The doctor said he was going to be between six three and six six, and I'm not that tall. I'm like right under six foot. My wife, you know, so we were like, well, I didn't believe it. She did. And it turns out that, you know, we we're blessed and fortunate with that, with him having size and so forth. So he has no physical limitations with the game. So the rest comes down to skill set. But more importantly is, um, is his mental aspect of the game, figuring it out, his work ethic. So that was the thing that we've always focused on his entire life was, you know, aside from catching the ball, but it was always the mental aspect and making sure that you go out there and you give maximum effort and you're, you're performing at a super high level all the time because that's what you really can control. I mean, you'll have a skill set. You'll be able to catch balls and make plays and do things, but really how hard you work, you know, when nobody's looking is really what's going to count, what's going to translate into playing this game as long as you possibly can. 
Kian, we got a question right here on the side that I think is a good one. What stood out the most during your visit to Tucson? Hmm. I, I took two official visits. I took one to uh, uh, Tucson and one at USC. Um, so I, I haven't taken a lot, but I, I would say that something that stood out to me was it's the whole family atmosphere. Um, I know it's kind of cliche, but I, I really haven't seen anything like it. You know, I, I grew up on a team of the Buckeyes um, and served by that. They kind of have that same atmosphere, but I didn't really know if it translated to college, and I was able to see it did. Uh, it's just a little things. You know, Coach Fish, he had us all over um, to his house. I think it was the last night we were out there for dinner. Um, and just how, how welcoming with open, mar open arms uh, the whole staff was uh, for me and my family on that trip. So it was a, it was a great trip. Chester, um, you uh, we talked a little bit off air, but what about, and I just asked Keen about this, but what about Jed Fish made you say, you know what, that's a place that I feel comfortable now sending my kid who was previously committed to USC. What about the Jed Fish coaching staff put you at ease? Well, it was a few things. Um, Coach Pal Pal, obviously, he has a lot to do with that, um, which is a product of Coach Fish. But Coach Fish is honesty about who he is and what he what his expectations were and having a true plan for Ken, I think was really important. A lot of schools we talked to, um, some schools were, you know, kind of wanting him as a wide receiver and so forth. And you kind of get to understand that throughout this process, I think, you know, Ken's grown a lot to understand how he's viewed out there, which is important to, a, to an extent. I mean, he knows what he needs to be out there and do, but it's really about where does he actually view himself? Coach Fish has a, has a unique plan for him, you know, all the guys he's looking at, and although he has um, he has great relationships, he has to be spread extremely extremely thin throughout all the recruits. But he has a really specific plan for what he wants to do with Ken that that completely aligns with what his goals are, and that's what made okay. it easy decision. I can't thank you guys enough for coming on, but uh, we always ask this the last: What would you say right now? Uh, what's kind of your what What are your goals, U of A, uh, going to the U of A, and Ken? What would you say to the fans that are super excited to see you out there? Uh, to the fans, I, I would just say, you know, you're going to get my all. You're gonna get everything I have, I'm going to put my all into this program for however long I'm there. Uh, I'm not going to let up. So uh, that's for the fans. And, and any goals, uh, you know, I just want to win. I want to be winning back to Tucson. Uh, I want to win. Chester, does it feel good to be part of the U of A program again? Oh, my God, it does. It does. I actually sent Coach Fisher a message the other day, and I just said, man, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for bringing it back because, you know, it's been a long time. And to be, I'm, I'm extremely proud to, to be a Wildcat again. We can't, again, we can't thank you guys enough. This has been fantastic. You raised a great young man right there. And uh, it's always mm -hmm. cool seeing a legacy come home. And um, Chester, Kean, thank you guys a ton. And we'll definitely be in touch. My pleasure. Thank you very thank much. You. Yeah, thanks a ton. Kean Burnett, Chester Burnett right there. And this that's what's fun about being able to do this, honestly, is seeing the, seeing Two par a parent right there who was one of the better players in the mid-90s from the U of A, again, goes on to play in the NFL, poker player, which I uh, was remiss and I should have got to. But to see what they said about how, you know, Arizona really wasn't an option before Jed Fish came on. And once Jed Fish comes on, all of a sudden it's like, okay, let's take another look right here. Let's see what this guy has to offer. And I think what you saw that he has to offer is he has a plan. And that's what Noah Fafita said as well, is that they had a plan. They know how to use me. They know what they can get out of me. And I think that's the exciting part about being able to do this. 
I want to be able on the coming up here in a second, I want to contrast this a little bit to the other side, you know, about I think because I think it's important for people to know that yes, Arizona was one in eleven, but it's a little bit different than what it was last year. But first thing we got to throw out there, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh code word PHNX, throw down one dollar on an NFL game, new customers only. And if it if it hits, meaning if either team scores, you get a hundred dollars in free plays. It's that simple. It's that easy. And you know what? You can do it with anything you want with that money. You can go to the NBA. You can go to the NFL. You can go to college football, college basketball, wherever the heck you want to go with it. Now, eligibility restrictions do apply. Twenty one and up. Arizona only. If you got a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Next Step. They'll get you taken care of. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Again, code word PHNX. That's where they've got everything going right there. And by the way, my pick of the week for uh, tomorrow is Arizona and the over. So go ahead and take that one right now for what it's worth. Okay. Now, Kevin Sumlin, I'm not going to use this next segment to beat up Kevin Sumlin, but I'm also going to show you, I think, a little bit of the difference here. And I'm going to give you a little bit of an analogy here. There's a guy named uh well first and foremost we're going to I'm going to I'm going to tie this to Bijan Robinson a little bit and uh, all the kids from South Point. First and foremost there's a uh, there's a guy that I know that uh you know Tudor's kids his name's Tom and you know generally I take a lot of what he says with a uh, a grain of salt because a lot of it's just nonsense but he was telling me about this kid um and that he had a bunch of other players and uh, this Bijan Robinson kid, and he was telling me about that there's these other guys, and I'm kind of rolling my eyes because a lot of this stuff, again, that he says just kind of made up. But then you see Bijan Robinson burst onto the scene, and you see these other teammates from South Point burst onto the scene, and I'm like, whoa, this guy who you know doesn't know a ton was actually right on this. So then I start asking around, start asking some of the South Point kids about their offers, and I ask Lathan Ransom, and he says. Yeah, he says, I'm not super big on Arizona because they have they were what like the fourth school to offer me. And he's now starting at Ohio State. And that's the problem right here is if you've got some guy who doesn't even really know much and he's saying that all of these players are going to be really good, but you've got a previous coaching staff that's not offering them, that is a big time issue. And that's something that can't really be overlooked right here. The first thing Jed Fish has done when he was signed is that he said recruiting will be the lifeblood of my program, period. And it has been. Yes, Arizona went 1-11. We all know that. But it was a more competitive 1-11. And you could say, well, you know what? Uh, what does that really mean? Arizona's in games this year that they wouldn't have been in last year. You look at Utah. You look at Washington. Yes, I know Washington isn't very good. But it's a lot different feel. But – the part where they really made a difference, though, was on the recruiting trail. And that's exactly what we were talking about right there. Now, the South Point kids, all these kids, I don't want to cry over spilt milk, but it was important to say that these guys weren't exactly a secret as the example that I just threw out right there. So you've got Key and Burnett now. you got Noah Fafita. And they're working on their five-star wide receiver, T-Mac, who knows if he's going to come here or not, but that would certainly be a nice little uh, a nice little addition to the class. But the point is, Jed Fish gets it. Now, I don't I don't know if Jed Fish is going to be a great coach or not. Nobody does because you know this was his first year as a head coach, but he has been able to sell a vision. And if you can sell a vision, 
that's where you can take things. That's where you can tell a Chester Burnett who played at the U of A, played on the Desert Swarm teams, played with the Brandon Sanders, the Sean Harris, the Rob Waldrops, the Teddy Brewskis, guys like that, the Chris McAllisters. If you can sell him a guy who was going to send his kid to USC and for good reason, then I think it's easy to sell other people on the aspect of being able to play at the University of Arizona. And Fish has done that. That's half the battle for it. So, again, I don't expect great things from the team next year, but it's certainly something that is moving in the right direction. And I think that's something that you really can't take for granted. One thing also that is moving in the right direction, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, throw in $1 on an NFL game. And if either team scores, you get $100 in free plays. Again, you got to be a new customer for that one. But that's the great part about it is that you can play with a lot of different stuff. Who knows? You take the $100 and you say, all right, um, I'm going to bet here on an NBA game. Then I'm going to bet on a college game. You got, we're in the prime time of sports season. That's why you want to hop on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They'll get you taken care of. All right. This has been incredibly fun because you can see the, the love. You can see just kind of the youthful admiration that a lot of these kids have for the process for being able to, you know, sign with Arizona. And this is something we haven't seen in a long time. We're uh, super grateful to Noah Fafita and to Kean Burnett. On, uh, I'll give you a little bit of a tease. Well, I'll just tell you, we got four-star linebacker Sterling Lane coming on Monday, who's going to break down the process. This is another kid that could have gone pretty much anywhere he wanted. And that's why you also want to be on PHNX Sports, AZ Wildcats podcast. Throughout the state, we got you covered. Arizona, ASU, Sun Devils, Coyotes, everybody, any team here that matters, we got you covered. And um, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Post-game show, myself and William Brad Alice breaking down hopefully another big Arizona victory. Again, my DraftKings pick of the week is going to be Arizona in the over in that. Again, all of you guys couldn't do this without you. All the comments, Matthew, Bo uh, Matthew Bothwell, Jose Roman, Mike Zaniga, I just go on and on down the list. You guys are all appreciated. Marcus Price, uh, Jose Grajita, Ryan DeMarco, Anthony Humbert. Thanks, guys, and we will be back with you tomorrow on the postgame. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.